Good morning, everyone. I'm R. W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Today is the 22nd of August, the 234th day of 2022, affording us 131 days until 2023. Today in 1485, Henry Tudor's forces defeated those of English King Richard III at the Battle of Bosworth Field, the last battle in the Wars of the Roses. Richard was killed, becoming the last English monarch to die in battle. Today in 1775, British King George III proclaimed the American colonies to be in open rebellion. Today in 1864, the first Geneva Convention adopted a measure, quote, for the amelioration of the condition of the wounded in armies in the field, close quote, that was signed in Geneva by 12 nations. Today in 1902, U.S. President Teddy Roosevelt became the first U.S. chief executive to ride in an automobile, the same year my maternal grandmother was born. Today in 1945, the Vietnam conflict began as Ho Chi Minh led an initially successful coup. Today in 1950, Althea Gibson became the first black competitor in a U.S. national tennis competition. Today in 1956, Elvis Presley began filming Love Me Tender. Today and on into this coming week here in Down East Maine, we appear to be bidding farewell to August's dog days, though daytime temperatures will likely continue to linger in the 80s. Probably not many weeks from now, some of us will long for that sort of heat, but others among us were most appreciative of the middle of last week, with cool, low 60s highs and mostly gentle rains, but of course enough wind to produce a reliable power outage, which gave us a chance to bring out the little camp stove to cook a pot of soup for dinner on the patio table. While there to my right, I noticed a pair of black-capped chickadees, who have apparently taken up residence in the beauty bush, and to my left, a lone hummingbird making the rounds of the remaining hollyhock blossoms. Heavenward tonight, Vesta, the second largest and the brightest asteroid of the asteroid belt, is in opposition to the Sun. Vesta is located about 100 million miles from Earth in the solar system's main asteroid belt, home to countless bodies that circle the Sun between the orbits of Mars and Jupiter. Meanwhile, back here on Earth, in response to the latest Centers for Disease Control announcements relaxing restrictions, Rupali Lemaya, a public health researcher and behavioral scientist at Johns Hopkins University, says, quote, It's likely they're throwing their hands up in the air. People aren't going to follow the guidance, so let's just loosen them up, close quote. Ariana Marie Planey, a medical geographer at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, takes the sentiment a bit further, feeling the CDC is now fostering, quote, a wholesale abandonment of a community-centric mindset, close quote. In other words, folks, as many of us have sensed for some time, you're on your own with respect to minimizing risk to the coronavirus. The United States, to date, has had 94 million cumulative cases of COVID since the first reported instances of the disease on January 21, 2020. BA4 and BA5 Omicron variants are responsible for almost all recent cases, says the CDC. 
That means we continue to be the world's leader in COVID with 16% of the world's 589 million cases when we're only 4% of the world's population. 6 million of the world's 595 million cases were recorded this past week. Elsewhere in the world, the major industrialized nations continue to hold second through seventh places, ranging from 45 million cumulative cases in India to 35 million cases in France and in Brazil, 32 million cases in Germany, 24 million cases in the UK, and 22 million cases in South Korea since the beginning of the pandemic more than two and a half years ago. On the fatal front worldwide, current numbers of deaths due to COVID are officially now at 6.5 million, while COVID deaths here in the United States, according to Johns Hopkins and other credible sources, are presently at 1.1 million. Data from other major media include including U.S. News and World Report, re- reveal that this past week an average of 100,000 cases of COVID were announced each day in the U.S., and that the U.S. has sustained more than 3,000 deaths since last week. Not a huge number for some folks. Only an average of more than 440 of our citizens dying per day from the virus. Not a big number unless someone close to you has succumbed to COVID. Worldwide, more than 12 billion doses of vaccine have been administered. Today in 1940 in Suffern, New York, Valerie Harper was born to a traveling salesman father who moved his family all over the United States. Biographer Ed Morrow tells us that after high school, Valerie tried acting in, the 19, in, in, in 1958, won a role in the chorus of Lil Abner. A bout of hepatitis made her underweight, so she followed her doctor's prescription to eat sweets. Soon, the five-foot-four-inch actress weighed 155 pounds and was working to get a handle on her sugar cravings, an experience that added veracity to her role as Mary Tyler Moore's ditzy, ever-dieting neighbor on The Mary Tyler Moore Show, which led to Valerie's own successful television programs, Rhoda and Valerie. Today is also the birthday in 1862 of French composer Claude Debussy, in 1893 of American short story writer Dorothy Parker, in 1904 of Chinese revolutionary Dong Xiaoping, in 1920 of American sci-fi writer Ray Bradbury, in 1925 of Honor Blackman, perhaps best known for her roles as Kathy Gale in The Avengers and Pussy Galore in Goldfinger, in 1934 of U.S. Army General Herbert Norman Schwarzkopf, nicknamed Storman Norman, in 1935 of American writer Annie Proulx, in 1939 of American Baseball Hall of Famer Carl Rostremski, in 1948 of American actress Cindy Williams, best known in her role as Shirley on Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the 10th week of summer.